0: So the Mets are uh, grabbing the back cover. I know Judge got his deal done. He's the captain. Who cares? Correa they signed, and Steve Cohen spending all this money. And uh, about a month and a half ago, Bill O'Reilly invited me to a Mets-Cubs game. Didn't just invite me, mind you. He brought me, Bill, into the actual owner's suite, Steve Cohen's suite. And Steve Cohen watched the game with me and Bill. Spoke to Bill often. Spoke to me a couple of times. That was an absolute thrill. And now Steve Cohen doing all he can to buy our New York Mets a World Series title. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. He is the aforementioned Bill O'Reilly, whether it's here weeknights at 9 p.m. on WABC or his own website, BillOReilly.com. Interviews, columns, TV show doesn't get better. Killing series, killing the legends right now, doing awfully well. Every one of those books is tremendous. Here he is. My friend, the great, and by the way, the biggest rating segment of the week anywhere on this station, my friend, the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill.
1: Hey, you know, uh, once we were able to overpower security <laughs> in Cohen, Suite, everything worked out great. It wasn't, yeah, That's but, funny. No, um,
0: that was fun. He loves you. And the owner of the Islanders was there, that like, uh, Ledecky, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to Islanders tomorrow. Um, and, uh... John Ledecky is a great guy, and uh, so we'll see him tomorrow night. Um, a couple of things going on: um, the Mets are, you know, I, I'm I'm happy because I'm a lifelong Mets fan. I, I mean, I went to the Polo Grounds, and uh, when they was 1962, and I was the only one in the right field stands yelling at Solly Hemus and Felix <laughs> Mantilla. Um, but you know. The money now is going to change the whole uh, league, and they're going to have to now start to impose more spending and all that. But we have to root for the Mets. <laughs> Cohen is uh, hes a daring man. Um, he's a swashbuckler. Um, but the pressure on Buck Showalter, oh. if he doesn't do well, oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. You know? yep. So there's Buck sitting there under the Christmas tree going, <laughs> so, it's kind of always better to be a little bit of an underdog. Yeah, yeah. and and you know I know it's not a sports segment. We'll get to the other stuff in a minute, but um, the Jets play tonight in uh, <clears throat> Jersey against Jacksonville, and it's going to be like um, torrential downpours, which <laughs> yeah. is not going to help uh, the quarterback Zach. Okay, no, but everybody's got it wrong with it, this guy. So last week when they lost, uh, and they should have won, they should have beaten uh, the Lions, the Jets rushed for 50 yards the whole game. Do you know what kind of pressure that puts on a quarterback? When the other team knows that the Jets or any other squad can't run the ball, So they call it schemes and all this, and not one person pointed that out. And then the poor kid, and I feel sorry for the kid. All right, I do. Comes from Utah into New York City, just that (laughs) Utah to New York City. You know, and then you know every movie makes. He's not a good pocket passer, but he gets out. He gets outside. the, The guy can throw the ball. So anyway, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch this game tonight. Uh, they, I hear they're going to have an arc in the parking lot <laughs> so people can put their cats in. It's going to be really a mess out there. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Um, so what do you want to know, Sid, about the world and how it's functioning?
0: Well, I enjoyed that Met and Jet talk, to be honest, Bill. That's why you're best, because you can uh, go into all those things, delve into other subjects. But I guess we'll start with the Zelensky visit yesterday. You know how I feel, how Bernard felt when he was here, God rest his soul. Enough's enough. I mean, how much money are we going to give to this country? We have so many money issues here in the United States. We left out nine eleven money on that bill. Two more billion, more Patriot missiles. Don't get me wrong. I feel badly for the people of Ukraine. But I also feel badly for the people in Flint, Michigan. What am I missing here?
1: The bigger picture. Um, that... We have Putin on the ropes, and this is a, you know, Hitler-lite Putin. Uh, He's a murderer, a mass murderer, and you got him in a position where he may fall next year. He may fall. So you've got to keep the pressure on. Now, I understand you got a guy coming from Ukraine in a sweatshirt Asking for $100 billion, got to watch the money. And, of course, the Biden administration doesn't watch anything. They don't care. Record spending, uh, they are driving inflation with this insane 4,000, uh, you know, keep the government open spending bill, 4,000 pages. So they don't care. But if I'm running the country, I help Zelensky and the Ukrainians uh, because I want to take Putin out.
0: Okay, and you honestly believe in your heart of hearts that if we continue to do this and give out all this tons of money, which, again, I think is ridiculous, that you really believe. Because if they don't get Putin out next year, this was really a waste of time and money. I mean,
1: really. It depends depends how damaged this guy is, Putin. And he is damaged now. I mean, there's no doubt about it. His army is embarrassing. Uh, There is dissent within Russia. The Russian economy is bad. Um, I understand the skepticism. Um, but here's the here's the truth. And I, I, I actually hate to say this. Federal money that goes to causes very rarely gets to the causes. So you can earmark money for anything, but it usually doesn't get there. And if it does, it gets there at 50 percent or 40 percent because the stuff is wasted and, and the money is wasted. We don't have an efficient oversight of spending in this country and we haven't had it for 50 years it's like okay we're going to tax uh Sid Rosenberg and Bill O'Reilly up to their eyebrows and and you know and we're, the money will continue to come in so we're not going to really watch it right. and that's what happens so you know when I hear well they denied this they denied that um you know I'm a little cynical in this in this whole area I would not have voted for that spending bill I would have gone up against McConnell one-on-one and torn him up, okay, verbally, verbally. Yeah. The turtle would not have come out of his <laughs> shell if I was there, because I would have just read off all the stuff that's just absolute waste, all right? And I, this is what you're voting for before Christmas so everybody can get no, home? But, wait,
0: but you mentioned Mitch McConnell. He's Awful. predictable. So is Mitt Romney. Can you explain to me, Bill, on this $1.7 trillion bill, which I agree with you, is, is a joke? Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, these are good Republicans. What are they thinking?
1: Well, they got the defense money. That's, that's why they all voted for it. Got it. Okay? So China is a threat. And you, you got to look at the big global picture here. So Putin's on the ropes, and we're hoping he gets taken out somehow by his own people next year, because the Ukrainians are going to continue to push and push and push and make him look bad. China is building up their armed forces, and it, they're not building it up so that they can, you know, do a little exposition on China Day. All right, <laughs> they're building it up to use it. So the Republicans said we have an, a historic opportunity to get all this defense money, which the uh, Democrats will never give us unless we do all the green pork stuff. You see what I mean?
0: Yes. Yes. We're not
1: going to get the defense money unless we give them Mm. the green pork stuff.
0: I got it. So when they say that the Republicans are holding up this bill because they want to make sure that the Democrats amend Title 42. You just can't get rid of Title 42. That's another 5, 6 million migrants a year coming to our country. Is that more curtains, or is that for real?
1: No, It look, Title 42 is now in. So because the Supreme Court said it was in. Now, the Supreme Court's going to take this border thing over. They're going to hear this thing, because they know, these nine justices know, That Biden is incompetent and and can't solve the border problem. They know that. Anybody with intelligence knows that the president of the United States is now so incompetent that he cannot solve any problem. Nothing. All right? That's what we have right now. A guy sitting in the White House going, "Uh, is my cocoa ready? All right? That's what we have. And it doesn't matter – to the Democrats because they want to flood the zone with foreign nationals. And if you read my column on Bill O'Reilly dot com, um you know, two tribes, we're two tribes now in America. We're not one people anymore. And I explain, you know, what they want to do. And by the way, what now it's on my mind, if you guys want to laugh, when I say you guys I mean Sid and Friends and then all the millions of people listening to Sid and Friends. Yeah. I posted my interview with Chris Cuomo on BillO'Reilly.com. It's the first thing you'll see. You don't have to be a premium. I mean, you go in and see it that I did Tuesday on the border. I do a News Nation hit once a week, and that is so worth watching. I can't tell you how how, uh, how important that is because then you'll see what the argument is from the Democrats. Oh my side. God. Uh, yeah. And you will see how I dissemble. It.
0: Oh, God. that's not a fair fight, Chris Cuomo against you. Well,
1: whatever it may be. I mean, I, you know, he's nice enough to have me on my program on his program, so yeah. I'm not, you know. Right. I mean, and it's and it's a worthy exercise to see both sides. All right. So here's both sides. So even if you you're a Democrat, you're a liberal, whatever. You you've got to see in motion. Both sides presented, and that's why you know it's on. It's on right now, and we hope everybody goes. You got to
0: go watch it. He's going. I'm sure you undress Cuomo like a woman in the window in Amsterdam. Uh, let me move to, um, <laughs> to Eric. Actually, Trump. You mentioned uh, Trump a little while ago, and you said Joe Biden can't figure out anything. Right. To Trump's credit, he figured out a whole bunch of stuff. But the polls recently, a couple. And I know they're all skewed and they're all no good. But the last couple of polls I've seen have DeSantis with a sizable lead over Donald Trump. In fact, my new Newsmax commercial asked the question, should Trump still run? What do you think about that?
1: Well, I don't believe any of those polls now matter at all. Uh, They'll matter a year from now as we see uh, 23 unfold and the disaster that's gonna befall this country next year in on the border, um, in the economy. Not everybody's gonna get hurt in the economy, but a lot of people are gonna get laid off next year. A lot of people. Aye. And and so Trump still commands about thirty five percent of the Republican Party. They're the MAGA people. That's a big number. So all he has to do. Um, if he um, if he wants to get nominated by the Republican Party, is really get 10%, 12% more uh, than the 35 that he's got in his pocket. These are the people that buy the Trump playing cards for 99 bucks. <laughs> what, what kind of person is going to buy a Trump playing card oh, for $99? Oh, I don't know. And don't you just set the money on fire? He sold them out in like an hour bill. He sold them out. I know. He <laughs> sold them out. I mean, I'm looking for a Willie Mays 1954, not a Trump guy dressed as Wonder Woman. I mean, I don't know what's going on. He's
0: he's, he's lost his mind. That's what's going on. He's gone completely crazy, and he's got these sycophant followers. No matter what he does, he's, he's great, and he was a great president. But at this point, six years later, he's lost his mind. One more. The mayor, Eric Adams, he wants a billion dollars from Biden. Now, and I like the mayor, and I'm getting more friendly with the mayor because I want to try to help this city along, but where was he when there were these overnight flights to Stewart Airport, the airport in Westchester, when Astorino and Devine were writing about these things? Adams was nowhere to be found. Now, now he wants a billion dollars. What do you think about the city's response to the migrant crisis? It's worse than that.
1: So on... uh On my show at 9 o'clock on WABC, Common Sense, I ran a soundbite from Adams in September where he was bragging about New York City always being a sanctuary city, and everybody is welcome in New York City, all the migrants. All right? That was in September of this year. So he was one of the enablers of this insane border collapse, America. The mayor, Adams, was one of the enablers. And now, total tune change, right? So I want a billion dollars from the federal government, blah, 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 blah. Well, are you still the Sanctuary City guy, Mr. Mayor? hmm Good question. You still there? hmm You see, these guys, they know the public is a short memory. They know people don't remember. I remember because I'm a savant, all right? <laughs> yeah. Um and then when I saw him going, oh, this is terrible, the city services. And, and Newsom did the same thing in California. Same thing. Yep. Oh, it's at the break of Hey, you morons, you <laughs> are responsible partially for this. Yeah. Are you sure. going to apologize for that? Probably not. They don't not. even mention it. Yeah. And the press is so impotent in New York City, the local press. I mean, if I, I used to work for Channel 2, as you know, as a reporter. Okay? I was feared. Feared because if the politicians knew, uh oh, here he comes. (laughs) He's going to ask me an embarrassing question. Well, where are those people? Oh, God, they're gone. God. On the, you know, the local news. Are these Come guys,
0: on. like this Bill Ritter on Channel 7, what a suck-up he is. My God, it's nauseating. Those people are gone, Bill.
1: You are, They're gone, yeah. I know. Yeah. But, the, but the disservice to the people who live, the 16 million of us who live in this metropolitan area, because we don't have an aggressive press holding these people responsible for what they do and say. Yep. So they can do and say anything they want. It's crazy.
0: It is. More importantly, Spencer is home. What are you guys doing for Christmas? Are uh, you going to travel? Are you going to stay home? What's Bill O'Reilly doing?
1: No, nah, for the rest of my life, I'm not traveling on holidays. I mean, my God, the rain and everything else. Uh, uh, I feel so sorry for people who have to have to travel. So uh, it's a traditional it's a traditional O'Reilly Christmas on Long Island. We're hoping Dolly Parton can stop by, <laughs> sing some off-key country uh, carols. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much that. That's A little beautiful. ham, um, nice. and, you know, for dinner. We got mass. got to go to mass. Nice. Um, and uh, presents. Nice. And pretty much that's what we do. And uh, you know what? The simple, the more simple you can make all of these traditional holidays. And the more time you can actually spend with your family and friends and actually talk to them, don't talk to them about politics. I mean, don't do that. Right. Just talk to them about, hey, how's your life going? You know, what what interesting things are happening. And that's really what this is all about.
0: That is the spirit of the holiday. You're exactly right. Well, listen, uh, thank you for all you do for me, this radio station, but specifically me and this program. I want to wish you the merriest of Christmases, Bill, the happiest of New Year's. You and I will talk again January 5th of 2023, but you've just been a godsend to me and how much I love you personally, too. So thank you so much. Happy holidays. You're the absolute best.
1: Well, I appreciate that, Sid, and I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Uh, I know you're partying tonight, or you might, or you could. <laughs> I can't go because uh, my son has had four wisdom teeth out. oh So, you know, his head looks like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day float. Um, oh, I, so I, oh, He's looking at me, and I'm going, all right, I, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm here. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. So, anyway, I wish I could be at the uh, WABC party. And Deedle... I mean, his party. You're right. I mean, uh, you know, Don Corleone is going to be there, and I have a few questions for the Don. Um, So anyway, Sid, it's always great to be on your show. I think that you and I have a a rapport that's unique in radio, and uh, I hope the audience enjoys it. And we'll see you in a couple weeks.
0: My man, God bless you. I love you, Bill O'Reilly. Everybody, the best ever. And uh, he is right. He comes on on Thursday, and you folks eat it up. So do I. I look so forward to having him. Tito's Christmas party. I mean, I would go there with Bernard years ago, and every year i get into trouble. Every year. Of course, I'm older now, controlled. So Danielle, and I are going to go today, I think. I don't know. Either way, Bill O'Reilly, you're the absolute best. Thank you so much.